Good morning and welcome to the final episode. You might be able to tell I'm not actually outside. I am staring at the trees outside and it's chucking it down with rain. So I decided that there's no point trudging around a wet field, feeling miserable, getting everything wet. Um, and I also could not be bothered to get up. <laughs> so this is the situation of this morning. I hope you're all doing really well and that you're having, have had a nice week or, yeah, have felt empowered by the conversations that have been going on, um, both on this platform and on other platforms, because I feel like it's been really kind of beautiful space has been created this week and I sort of don't want it to go because it's amazing. I just, oh, I love the vulnerability and connection that people have engendered. So, yeah. Um, I wasn't sure what I wanted to talk about today, so I did ask on my Instagram, you know, what shall I talk about? And um, Pippa <laughs> asked the question, which I will come on to. But also somebody else asked an incredible question, um, which I don't feel entirely kind of qualified to answer because I'm in the exact same position. And the question was, how to be decisive when you're feeling unstable? Um, if anyone knows, let me know, because <laughs> I'm in the same place, uh, completely. Like, I feel like I'm ready to move on, but none of my decisions, like, I don't feel at all stable in the exact thing I want to do in the future. And who else, like, who else knows that? Who else feels that at the moment? But there's also another sort of side of that, maybe, which is how to be decisive when you are mentally unstable, literally like suffering with some kind of mental illness or bad mental health patch which is making you feel unstable. So I think the things I've been thinking about to do with this is knowing that ultimately there aren't really any wrong decisions. Um, we can feel pressure to, you know, you know, what's like the best kind of trajectory of my work and what's going to lead me to the greatest opportunities all of this but actually anything you have to do or end up doing to get by I think that's not a wrong decision even if it's not what you ultimately want to be doing that's okay um because yeah I just don't believe in wrong decisions so much but you know saying it is so much easier than actually putting it into practice and having the bravery to go for something that doesn't feel right. Um, so I really do understand that. And another thing is, I don't think we should be afraid to take a less demanding option if you think you need it for your mental health. So, you know, so often we can be, especially as a musician, you can feel like you know, oh, I need to push myself here, I need to put myself, you know, in a really tricky situation that's going to have a lot of um, challenge and a lot of kind of stress. And sometimes that's good, but I think if you're feeling unstable in any way, I don't think there should be any shame about taking a less demanding option. And along with that, considering if actually you need to make a big life decision right now, maybe that's not the right thing to be doing. You know, if you're genuinely in a mental health sort of crisis period or bad period. I, You know, there's a, a lot to be said not for making big decisions in 
kind of desolation is what I call it or what a lot of people call it you know waiting for a time of consolation or a time where things are better mentally for you for you then to have a clearer mind to make a decision um so if you do need to take time out completely to just live and not have the pressure of decision making I don't think there should be any shame in that either and I know not everyone has the privilege of like a supportive family um but if there is a relative or a family member or someone that you can live with or can look after you or can you know support you for a few months while you recover and find support that way I think that's a really good basis or even if you're not mentally unstable like there shouldn't be any shame for having to move back in with your parents and I've given myself shame about that like I haven't done it yet Um, but there's a total possibility I'll have to do it in the next year just to kind of springboard into something else and that's okay like you know we can waste so much money and so much of our time having to like prove to ourselves that we've moved out and it doesn't mean that you're like a 40 year old man like I was gonna say a rude word um you know online all day living with his mum like it's even if that is your situation like fair enough but it's not that it's it is a kind of it's gonna be a springboard into something else it's okay to give yourself time I think I'm totally taking trying to take my own advice here because I can't relate more to this question I honestly can't um so the other thing to say is allowing time to sit with the different options um you know if you've decided actually I am I am mentally stable enough to feel like I want to move on and I have decisions but the instability is coming from the state of the world the instability is coming from coronavirus recovery you know and that is everybody you know how do we make decisions in this unstable world like how so I think taking time to sit with the different options and considering which one makes you feel genuinely alive you know and it's not to do with what used to make you feel alive before the pandemic you know what you think should make you feel alive you know no shame at all complete openness what is making me feel excited here which option is more interesting more exciting more in line with my values you know and also which option can I support myself alongside and which option means I can still receive support from people if I need to you know which option has is close to therapy or which option is gives me time to unwind properly at the end of the day or which option gives me more structure if I need structure gives me time off gives me you know space to see my friends is closer to my friends so these are all things I think are important if you're feeling unstable you know it's I mean I'm quite tempted often to move to like an unknown town but it's like if I'm feeling unstable in the recovery of coronavirus moving to an unknown town trying to set up like cello teaching when I have no friends there it's a bit dumb really like well maybe not it's dumb maybe it's not dumb but I'm not in a place to like just do that really I think I'm gonna need support closer by um so yeah what else was I going to say yeah um I think there's a another thing to be said for actually putting things into action 
You know, don't be afraid to apply for things, even if they don't feel fully right, because actually the application process or like emailing people or looking for situations, looking for opportunities, like even if they don't feel fully right at first, putting those things into action can like really help to clarify your mind. And that's something I'm giving myself time to do at the moment. Like a big part of the sort of self-care for me is giving myself a lot of time to think over different options, apply for different things, consider, you know, even if if I'm remotely interested in something and there's a job going for it, then to put in an application, you know, like what's the worst that could happen? It gives you a feeling that you've put in something, you've made a start on it. And if through doing that, you then feel, oh my gosh, what was I thinking? You, you know, not, haven't lost anything at all. Um, but yeah, I think that's kind of, that's kind of my take on it. And also like knowing that the failure to make a right decision, you know, if you get into a situation that isn't so good, um, or you didn't even know it was going to be bad, you know, that's the other thing. It's like, sometimes we think it's the right decision. And then we move to a situation which ends up being the wrong decision because of the people involved or because it just isn't what we thought it was going to be. So any of these kind of failures, you know, it's a learning process, I think. And it's something that's going to lead to, ultimately, it's going to lead to greater things. It can only get better, you know, from from a failure, from a, a difficult point. It can only get better. So, yeah, all I have to say is, thank you for asking that question because it's meant that I've had to think about it for myself as well and I couldn't identify more with that feeling of like how do I make decisions when I'm feeling just so unstable with the world and also looking back to you know how was I making decisions when I was mentally unstable and to be honest with you I've really struggled to make any decisions I really really did when I was mentally ill I I hated it I couldn't make decisions and I really did sort of Put, I have to put myself in the least stressful situation always. That's all I could think about was what is going to be the least stress, um, which I had to do. Like, I don't even have any, like, answer to that. I think I was in the place where, like, there was no, there weren't really any options because it was just, like, no stress or getting worse. So, yeah, I don't know. If, if you're in either of those situations, I send you, like, loads of love because it's tough. It's really, really tough. So another question I had, depending on how much time we've got. Oh, we've already done 10 minutes. Maybe I'll just say quickly, kind of related to that, my sister Pippa asked how to keep going when it feels endless. Depending what it means, I think she could be talking about her degree. <laughs> how to keep going when your degree feels endless. <sighs> Dunno. Dunno, Pips. I'm not sure. I think just the knowledge of that freedom feeling it's a beautiful feeling pit it's going to be really great and also look for think other creative things within it you know we can really get pushed into this like one track mind with our degree where we just have to create things for the final thing like with get preparing for a recital you know we think we have to do four hours practice a day on these three pieces and nothing else And I think it's probably the same with you, with your art, like you can only work towards the final piece or whatever. And that's what can make it feel endless because it's like, I can't do any more on this. I'm literally like sick to death of 
this. And I think it's like, I, I think give yourself either a day off a week or a time in a day to explore a new thing, either a new piece of music or, you know, just doing some shitty art of you know, something, I don't know, or like going outside and being creative in another way because that's only going to feed the final creation, the final piece, the final performance. You know, we can't, you, you get so oversaturated with just working and working towards the same pieces. And I really think that that is just never going to work properly because otherwise we just resent it. So I hope that's what you meant, Pip. And if it's not, I'm really sorry, but I hope that was a bit helpful because I get that. Ah. And um, everyone, thank you so much for tuning in and listening. And I really hope that you've enjoyed this week. I have had literally like a feeling emotional ending it because it's been the biggest, beautiful motivator and the most incredible way to connect with you all a bit, bit more closely because I know it's easy to sort of record these podcasts in the past and then put them out and I never feel quite like I have any kind of current um, back and forth with people so it's just been so nice I don't want it to end I've been so motivated every day to like get up and talk and ah it's been lovely so thank you everyone for your support and for listening and I really hope you have the most amazing weekend and I'm looking forward to continuing battling mental illness stigma thank you so much do keep in touch sending you all my love